Welcome to the Dating Upside Down podcast. I am Alison Tinderland, your host on the dating and relationship show where everything is on the table and there is no question off limits. Sense of humour. It's key for a lot of people when looking for a partner. For me, if you're not making me laugh or we're not rolling in the aisles together, it's probably not going to work. But I'm not the only one. There's research that shows women are three times more likely to give their phone number to a man who told the jokes than the one who didn't. The humorous men were also considered more attractive, intelligent, funny and sociable. So I thought I'd go straight to the source of funny and chat to Dilruk Jaisinger, one of Australia's hottest breakthrough comedians, and see what his comedic journey's been like and how love for him may have changed over that time. On the first date, it's sometimes a little unsettling at the start when I realise how much they actually do know about me. If they've listened to me on podcasts and stuff, because I'm very candid and I share a lot of stuff, I've had a situation where I'm chatting to a girl and she goes, oh, it's like that time you... blow," And I went, oh, we just met. And with my dignity firmly on the chopping block, I also reveal how much I like certain comedians and the lengths I'm willing to go to date one. Oh, lordy. Here goes nothing. Welcome, Dilruk Jai Singer. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you so much thank for having you, me. Thank you for being on the Dating Upside Down podcast. No worries. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. We finally get to do this. Yes, You're a finally. difficult man to get hold of, Dil. There's lots <laughs> happening for you at the moment. I was trying to avoid you so much <laughs> and you finally pinned you- me down. <laughs> You, it's the story of my life, you and many other men. Um, but uh, look, part of that problem is because you're a bit of hot property at the moment. What's going on for you, Dill? I just, uh, look, uh, um, as a comedian, you have to, especially comedian in Australia, it's hard to stay in one place for too long. You have True. to spread yourself as much as you can across this great white land of ours. And so I tend to travel a fair bit interstate. Uh, we're currently recording in Melbourne, which is where I live. But yep. at the same time, yeah, have to move around. And of course, I'm coming into uh, what we call festival season, where there's That's different it. comedy festivals around the country. So there's going to be a lot more movement in the next uh, till like May, I think, something like that. That's it. Well, thank mm. you for spreading yourself across the, the Dating Upside Down podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, you can see Dill do his, his comedic best on shows like Utopia, Cram, Have You Been Paying Attention, and all your comedy shows. Oh, my stand-up your shows. Your stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Stand-up yeah. is all year round for me. And um, um, and also, yeah, that's kind of, kind of what, I, as much as I love all the other things I've done, stand-up is still my number one passion. Your favourite? Yeah. It's pretty cool that I get to do it. Because you've been doing this for about seven years. Correct. Yeah. Started yeah. in 2010, September. Yeah. And what were you before you were this? I used to be an accountant. I was an accountant. I, so I'm originally from Sri Lanka and I moved to Australia when I was 19. Yeah. And I came here, studied my accounting degree, got a job at an accounting firm, hated it, got fired. <laughs> and I went to a smaller accounting firm, uh, which I really liked. There were about seven of us. And um, and sort of as I was doing it, the previous, the big accounting firm that I got fired from, I sort of remember doing it purely because I, you know, in just wanted the money and not because I actually enjoyed anything right. any aspect of it. Right. And I found that so unfulfilling that I thought, well, what if I went the other way? If I had all the money in the world, what would I do? Mm. And I always thought, you know, stand-up has always been a passion uh, that I've been just so interested in. 
uh, from watching from afar. I'd spend like three, four hundred bucks at the comedy festival each year before that, you know. Mm. So I then, you know, finally just decided to to have a crack at it and loved it from day dot. Yeah. Uh, it was the first five minutes I did was on the 21st of September 2010 and it was a bomb. <laughs> right, I, right. I, it was, I think, for those who don't know, that means it's, it didn't go well. <laughs> and uh, basically after that, I just kept... I just fell in love with something because it, I enjoyed the process of it. You know, the gig itself was would have been nice to have gone well, but it was the first time I did something that even the lead up was fun. So yeah. then I just kind of ran with it and I kept doing my accounting job. I took a day off from five days a week. I went to four days a week. Yeah, uh, right. And my boss, like I say, uh, was very lucky that my boss uh, kind of allowed me to pursue this on the side. Mm. Well, mentally, I had decided that the accounting was on you the were side. Out. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then little by little, I just chipped away the number of days I was working. And yeah, now I tell jokes for a living. It's amazing, Dill. It is honestly, it's you're living the dream. It is, to be honest. Yeah, you like know? I know it's a it's an Aussie thing for us to try and downplay stuff. But to me, honestly, all I ever wanted to do was to be able to, you know, pay rent and buy groceries off comedy. And uh, <laughs> That's it, was, it. it was pretty exciting yeah. when I finally got to do that and nothing else. Being able to do, to make a living mm. off something that you're passionate about and that you love is yeah. is something that a lot of us would dearly love to be able to do, but it, it's it's hard. It, it, oh, look, it's definitely not, it's, it's, it's hard in the sense that uh, there's a lot of fear and trepidation going into something because it's like, what if it doesn't work out? What if, you know, mm. um, because if it is easy, then everyone would do it. Exactly, you know I mean? exactly. Um, but I actually think that, you know, most people, I can't say all, because I have met people who, you know, might not necessarily, they might think that's what they want to do because of whatever that comes with it, but rather than intrinsically trying to figure out why they want to do that particular yeah. thing. Yeah. Generally, I think anyone can do it if they actually put their mind to it. I mean, sure. I know that sounds really wishy-washy, wanky stuff, but uh, I always, for me personally, like, I feel very confident about saying that because I know how bad I was at the start. Sure, <laughs> But sure. because I loved the idea of one day being able to do it, which I focused on, I knew, and also because I was a fan of comedy to begin with, I knew I was shit. I didn't try to, <laughs> I didn't try to go, you know, uh, push myself uh, to things that I'm not suited for I always knew I had to learn this thing yeah uh, and only thing I had going for me at the time was just absolute conviction that I will stick at it yeah you know f- amazing forever and and it is and it is true and the only thing I keep telling people who are sort of thinking about maybe doing something yeah. they're passionate about it is, is it's it's a genuine crazy feeling to know that there's so little in my schedule that I wouldn't mm. do for free Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like everything that I'm, I would say, I would say it's still maybe almost everything, maybe even everything. You know what? That I, I do in terms of comedy, I would absolutely yeah. do it for free. And Amazing. it's just crazy yeah. that people, you know, you do it well enough that people want to want pay, to pay you, for you. it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. The passion and the drive. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. We're going to talk about comedy today, which is one of my favorite topics. Yep. And when I saw you more recently, I thought I need to get you on <laughs> my show because Great. you and I actually have a bit of a, a history, a small, a short history. Yeah, small very history. briefly, we worked on a, uh, a, a different podcast. Uh, we Did we actually meet face to face? I don't think yep. we did. Yeah, you don't remember. I couldn't have been that memorable at the time, but we did. <laughs> we sat next to each other. We? We were, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. We were was on the diff- desk. You know, it was very different, very much. I would say you would you would have noticed maybe in terms of my own kind of uh, ability to uh, you know chat and 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 converse would probably have changed over time. <laughs> um, 
look, it was it was one session that we had together. Right. Um, I can't even remember the details, the uh, yeah, ins yeah, and yeah. outs, so to speak. Yeah. But um, I remember it was a funny. It was a funny episode. Yeah. Good. Well, so, I just take that box. That's all so I were, wanted to hear. You were funny back then. That's all so, I wanted to hear. Alison. Yeah. 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 What, you, you, you put so much passion, so much mm. time, so much energy into into comedy. What is it that you love about it? Really. What is it I love about what, it? What do you um, love about it? It is. I mean, it's fun. Like it's a lot of laughing, you know. So <laughs> it's whether it's true. laughing at yourself or laughing at others, like like I said, it's you know it's like any other passion thing. Like I uh, like I said previously, I would pay good money to watch shows at the comedy festival. Mm. So it's for me, it's really crazy that I now get to be part of it and also be on like podcast panels and share the stage with so many of my like people that I enjoyed watching on telly and you know now I get to be on stage with them the people that inspired me to get into it in the first place is just standing right next to me so it it trips me out that I get to do it totally and on that point who Mm. are some of these people that inspire you who are your favorite so originally when I was an 11 year old in Sri Lanka I saw Eddie Murphy's stand-up comedy special Delirious and then Raw and that's probably the start of it and then over time I think we had like you know uh, The Tonight Show and Conan O'Brien and stuff so there'd be stand-ups on that you know so but see a little bit of them yeah but really when i came here to australia i saw i was watching the glass house a lot i don't know if oh, you remember yep. the tv show on the abc so there was will anderson dave hughes and kareen grant yes and of i course. really lo- love that show so my first ever stand-up show i saw was dave hughes and immediately after that was will anderson right and uh you know and um i would say will's show was the one that really made me think that maybe i can do it because mm-hmm. i looked at someone like hughesy or eddie murphy they have a very strong funny you know yeah like you know like a persona whereas will was just a normal guy who was saying really funny things true, which is where true. i felt i'm more like than having actually a character, a character that sure. i can also you know that that is naturally funny so it was yeah kind of, it sounds like i'm insulting will i looked at him and i said <laughs> no uh, no but no, yeah so you know he's been i think i've pretty much seen every show of his since that 2006 or whatever and yeah. um you know, what are we now, 11 years later? Uh, you know, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. And so, yeah, I would say he's probably my favourite Aussie comic. Yeah, he's um, he's good. He's a bit of a master, Will Anderson. And he's a, yeah, it's just crazy how better he, how much better he gets each year. And only recently has he re- – I've felt that he really has improved and I, I, I'm far more drawn to his comedy sure. in the last few years. Sure, I think say. he himself would say that he had mm. a sort of a changing moment in like 2009, 2010, and he really started to enjoy his own work more yeah. from that time onwards. Right, so right. There's there's not something that he's talked about, you know, on his in his own podcast about and stuff like that. Mm. And it's always for me as a fan of comedy, uh, it's always nice to see people who are as passionate about this as he is, which is also, but not just passionate about the comedy itself, but you know, driven to get better. And rather than being complacent about the fact that he can sell 900 tickets every night at the comedy festival, he's trying to make sure each year it's a better show than the last year. And I think that's a good sort of blueprint for anyone, regardless of what, whether it's a, you know, any work they do, whether it's creative or an office job, that idea of trying to make sure you're better than the day before, I think is a good sort of thing to remember. So you were saying you're passionate about comedy as well. Some one of your interests, what got you into, what are the, who are the people that you enjoyed? Well, actually, there's there's quite a few from mm. probably from an Australian perspective. Obviously, you, Dill. Yeah, of course. Number I knew one. That, that's number, number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why we're yeah, here. Of course. No. <laughs> no um, thank you. Oh, yeah, Will Anderson, obviously. Nick Cody. I oh think yeah. Is really yeah. funny. Yeah, real good man of mine. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's really funny. Reese Nicholson. Oh, amazing. Hilarious. I reckon probably one of my, if not my favorite show from last year, was his. Um, it's it's He's crazy good. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And then 
Joel Creasy, obviously. And then, you no, know, I the, gigged with Joel just last night. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love him. But then, you know, and, and American comedians, mm. who are you, who are some of yours? Well, I like Bill Burr at the moment. Like mm. I said, Eddie Murphy was a big influence on me. You know, Ricky Gervais. Yes, from not so definitely. Much like his stand-up, but, you know, generally. I mean, his stand-up as well, but not so as much as his other work. Yeah. The Office for me yeah. is just stand-up. Well, my all-time favorite TV show. Same. With friends, the TV show as well. <laughs> what? With yes. friends? Yeah. I have, I'm allowed to have varied taste. Oh, look <laughs> at the gonna- time. I think I have to, <laughs> I have to go, uh, Dil. Wow. Whoa! <laughs> there's an insight. Thanks for that, Bill. Mm. No, there's a uh, I, there's very few trivia about Friends, the TV show, that I don't have the answers to. <laughs> I don't know anything about their real lives, but in terms of the characters, I can tell you a lot. Wow, that's that's very funny, actually. <laughs> um, the U.S. Can be, I have to just say, have you heard of Sebastian Maniscalco? Maniscalco, yeah, yeah, oh, he's fantastic. He is hilarious. Mm. So funny. he was in town in Melbourne about two or three years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and he's. Yeah probably very likely to tour again soon so you should go check him out live yes. all these comics that you mentioned yes. are great but when you see them live it's just that Even much better. better and one more i just have to mention mm. tignataro oh amazing yeah just Phenomenal. a really really brave and oh. just fearless is what i like to call it it's, it's just the ability to back yourself to that Completely. point and that's why i love watching her is because it shows you can make anything funny Absolutely. No, she's she's an inspiration. She's amazing. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty, mm-hmm. the reason why we're really here. Tell me about your love life. My love life? Tell me, how has it been since before, you know, the fame has kind of mm-hmm. taken over and, and uh, to, to where we are now? What, what have you noticed from a... Well, first, first always it's an unsettling word, the word fame, isn't it? But uh, let's just say when my profile has increased, <laughs> well, where more people are recognizing increased. me more, because every time I hear fame, I go, ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something really yucky about the sound of it. But, yeah, you know, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, with my profile increasing, there has been a change, I would say. Definitely, there's obviously... That leads to, you know, being able to talk to people. Let's say, for example, when I'm on Tinder. So, I, yep. I'm on Tinder. I haven't used it in a while, to be honest. But yep. uh, last year, I used it a fair bit. And so, people would know who you are mm. from the get-go, yeah. which is a good icebreaker in that sense. Where, mm. I guess, as a, a most most uh, girls uh, would probably feel... You know, if it's an absolute stranger, there's some trepidation as to who this person is. Should I go meet them? I don't know what their background is, whatever. Whereas with me, there's so much of my shit out there already. Right, right. <laughs> that yeah, at yeah. the very least, there is like some sort of accountability to who I am and where, you know, where right. you can find me or whatever. Exactly, <laughs> you know exactly, what I mean? exactly. So from that sense, there is a bit more of a um, relaxed catch up from that point of yeah. view you probably first, don't need to fill out your profile as much it's just go to this website or <laughs> don't you know who i am now please exactly <laughs> the other thing though i found is interesting is on the first date for me mm. it's uh sometimes a little unsettling at the start when i realize how much they actually do know about me if they've listened yeah. to me on podcasts and stuff because i'm very candid and i share yes. a lot of stuff I've had a situation where I talk, talk, chatting to a girl and she goes, oh, it's like that time you... Blow. And I went, oh, we just met. You know? <laughs> Scary. Have you been... Yeah. So from that yet? sense, it's got it's good a bit. I mean, I definitely... I think um, it's something I just need to adjust to. I sure, suppose. sure. So uh, 
dating anyone at the moment? Uh, not like I'm, I'm, I'm going on a lot of dates. Good I on you. haven't yep. uh, found anyone that I'm exclusively dating. Yep. Uh, and to be honest, given like we talked about in terms of my travel and yes. uh, how often I am not around, yes. it's, um, it's been really hard to actually find anyone that is willing to, to stick it out. And, mm. and to be honest, I, uh, especially this time of the year as I'm leading, as I'm writing the new show and working on it, I become very self absorbed and, sure. and I'm probably not a fun plus one do you know what I mean like I can have situations sure. where I try, I'm trying my best to be more present and stuff like yeah, that but yeah. the honest truth is sometimes I might be chatting to someone and then mm. it hits me something like an idea will hit me and I'll have to like, jot it down on my notebook Yeah, you know so my mind's yeah. not quite you know necessarily in the moment sure. uh, but in terms of dating yeah look it's, it, it was a fun year yeah. I won't lie <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie uh, but and I'm always very very um, open and honest so you know like my therapist advised me to, you know, it doesn't matter what you do in terms of relationships as yeah. long as everyone is very clear about where you your intentions or where you're coming from. And I've had girls who I, you know, almost at the first date say that, you know, I'm probably not looking for anything long term and they'll be like, yeah. that's fine, I'm, I am, so let's call this off and I'm yeah. like, totally cool. Yeah. And then there's ones who will be like, yeah, cool, we'll still, you know, hang mm. out whenever we get an opportunity to do so, um, but also you're in you're in career building phase, you know. So mm. it's kind of understandable that your focus is going to be on yes work. Yes, so I haven't found anyone that I will prioritize over mm. my work. Mm. Uh, so for me, it goes families: mm. my mom, dad, and my brother, and yes. his, his wife. And then it would be you know career. Mm. Mm. And then it's just a long way. Be- <laughs> <laughs> There's a long gap. There's yeah, a long yeah, gap before yeah. anything else. Yeah. You know. Well, you mentioned family, mm. so uh, and I know you've also spoken about this as on, uh, as part of your stand-up. Um, your mum is so you're Sri Lankan. I'm of Sri Lankan born, yeah. That's yes, it. you said and, that. Um, I have a very sort of mixed background in yes. terms of religion because my dad's a Buddhist mm. and my mum's Muslim, and uh, they sent me to a Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a fair bit of uh, stuff going on. Yeah. So they probably wouldn't be uh, dead set on you having to marry a particular. A, a girl of a particular um, religion or race, or they're pretty open. Or well, they, they kind of yeah, of course, because they themselves kind yeah. of broke away from their norms, and you know they're technically not technically they're pretty much eloped um, right. to get married because uh, you know there was re, 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 what's the word uh, resistance from um, the side the families, but of you know course. everything's fine now. But at yeah. the time, it was pretty you know pretty especially in the seventies, you know of course uh, very contentious, it was very contentious, yeah. uh, and also the. The generation that my grandma is from, they were very sort of strict, super of strict, and to the point where she would feel my grandma, and she's lovely, you know, God rest her soul. Mm. Um, uh, she, uh, you know, hadn't really interacted with anyone who wasn't her religion. So yeah. for her, this yeah. idea, like, to even going to someone else's house that isn't a Muslim house or whatever, might have made her feel uncomfortable. Mm. So let alone knowing that her daughter is with a non-Muslim man is like, yeah. you know, broker. But right, uh, right. which is again, like I said, it's I don't want to blame her because that's not no, you know, it's, it's no. a different way she was raised. Exactly. But um, I uh, but you know it was all good one you know once yeah. the yeah. little Dilru came out, <laughs> it was <laughs> too adorable to uh, too adorable to to ignore. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I actually um, I can relate because I'm from a Jewish background. Oh yeah. And so um, you know my mother's generation and and her parents and before it was very much you know you you really had to marry within the faith. Yeah. So, so both your parents Jewish? Yeah, both right, of them right. are Jewish. And how would you have siblings? I have a younger brother. And do they have 
certain expectations of who your new brother can date or, or end up with? Well, it's interesting because my younger brother is very, very religious. Oh, right. Mm, and I am not. Right, right, right. So we have a different uh, set How of How religious beliefs. are we talking? Are we talking yarmulkes and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Not not the curls because that's <laughs> not... that's not it, it's, it's, it's everything without the curls. So the curls... Do the curls appear naturally or is there forced <laughs> curls? Like, where does the curls come from? You know, someone asked me this a few years ago and I, and I forgot to ask my brother and they said to me, they must curl it. They must mm. curl those side, mm. the, the side hair. I went... No, they're natural. But now I look at them and I go, they must curl them. I, yeah. It's something I need to the, to get to the bottom of, Dill. <laughs> a bit I, of homework, I, yeah. A bit of homework. But so, um, mm. so he's very religious. So he's very likely to end up with someone. Is he already with someone? He's, uh, he's married, very happily married. Yep, three to kids. A Jewish girl? Of course, of yeah, course, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and also very religious. We're different in that respect. So I have found myself battling a little bit with um not battling but it's been a bit of a barrier to to break through with my mum in particular Mm. uh and and encourage her to understand that i am looking outside the faith yeah uh and you know listen at this stage of my life i think she'd be happy for me to marry anyone (laughs) so i don't think you know like she's not gonna be picky have you dated uh, jewish men do you know what the funny thing is? Not really. Right. Could you date like a Jewish man who isn't as religious as you are? So you got oh, yeah. the cultural box ticked yeah. off. Yeah, I'm not and against. Then, I'm not against dating Jewish guys. Yeah, so I yeah. just it'll be like self-imposed <laughs> anti-Semitism. That'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. I'm not going to date Jews. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm a very, I'm a very proud Jewish woman. Mm. I just haven't. Me- Listen, there's a difference between dating and sleeping with, right? So it's not like I haven't yes. slept with Sorry, Jewish men. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to know which way you come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. But in terms of dating long term, long term, yeah. no, I haven't, yeah. and I don't for no other reason than it just hasn't clicked. I know a lot of Jewish guys, and yeah, maybe that's yeah. maybe that's the reason. Um, Isn't there like an, a dating software, J Date, or something like that? There's J Date. There's J Swipe. J Swipe. J Swipe. Wow. That's a whole other a whole other kettle of fish. Yeah, right. you know, and these are all the kosher apps. <laughs> they are the kosher <laughs> apps. Which is probably why I struggle with them. And you know, I look, I'm on them. Yeah. I am on them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, You've got to be in it to win it. Mate, you've got to be in it to win it. One hundred percent. Wayne Gretzky said you'll miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. hundred so. percent. Right, great. Exactly. Exactly. Still on family. Mm-hmm. How does your family how do they feel about you being in the kind of debaucherous world of comedy? Because it can be quite a a scene, the comedy yeah. scene. It's got comedy, you know, uh, comedy attracts all types of people. There's mm. there's definitely um, certain personality traits that are common to each comedian, uh, but generally you come from all walks of life. Yeah. Um, with my parents, though, again, they're just very lovely, super supportive people. Um, you know, I always carry a little bit of guilt about the fact that they spent so much money on me to get this university degree in Australia and then oh. the fact that I didn't get, you know, end up doing much with it. Yeah. But they've never felt made me feel like that at all it's just more my self-imposed yeah, guilt yeah and in fact it was probably a big game changer for me when they visited me in melbourne to in australia um in november last year mm. and they got to see me perform and yeah. really kind of yeah because well, i was you know headlining and you know Amazing. it was one thing to sort of hear how things are going versus them actually seeing me do well and it was really cute so i'd come home from you know whatever and mum has got 
channel 10 on because in case an ad of mine pops up or whatever so you know it was really a big deal for me to see them so for them in terms of their support it's all to do with the fact that they can see just how happy i am and much more fulfilled like the point being you know that idea that you have to do something straight and narrow because of the security around it is kind of moved we've moved on from that and you know they're really they just can see that my mental health is much better totally as a comedian than totally. it is um when i was in accounting yeah i think at the end of the day that our parents just want us to be everyone's parents just want want their kids to be happy yep they just want to secure right and and you they know, just want to know you're going to be okay once they die and if sure, you've seen something sure. like an open mic night you know they go how is this ever going to work out right so that could be a problem and also parents of our generation Mm. you know comedy is a career just wouldn't you would never a career that you can be successful on or make money from just would never have occurred to them i mean for me as well i can relate because i my whole life i wanted to do drama and theater and i was gonna be an actress and And my mom was very supportive but it was always allison you go and do a degree you go and you are you you need to be secure you need to have something behind you yeah so for better or worse, you know, I did that, and um, my acting career hasn't taken off, Dill. But that's okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. here with you. Uh, but 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 that's okay. You know, I understand where the intent was coming from, and but to, for your parents to see you now, that mm. you know your profile has you know increased, and to yeah. see you on stage, I mean, the pride must be enormous. Yeah, it was it was it was huge. It was mm. it was, and it was good for me. Like I said, because I had carried that guilt in spite of how things were going, it was good to finally put that guilt to a rest because good. they, yeah. you know, the the fear is, you know, them. I know they're proud intellectually, but yeah. whether they f- whether I felt it was a different. But when when I saw them, you know, after my show and stuff mm. like that, they were just so chuffed and so you know, good. it meant a lot to me. So good, just the comedy world. Mm. It, it, as I said before, it does seem a little bit um, debaucherous or a little bit, you know, yeah, there's a lot of drinking, there's maybe some other stuff happening (laughs) as well, and yeah, yeah, it's it's not as rock and roll as actual rock and roll, but uh, (laughs) is anything, but there is, you know, there's definitely a lot of late nights, you know, work doesn't start till 8 p.m. essentially, and then people sort of, you know. that's, and that's usually Monday to Saturday, you know, it's almost yeah. every night. But in terms of people and their relationships, like, mm. would it, would they suffer? Like, a, you know, because it is late nights and yeah. it's, you know. Absolutely. I mean, definitely there's a more strain. I mean, relationships, let's admit, is hard no matter what no you matter do. No matter what, right? of course. Uh, with comedy, I guess, the there's each, each, I guess, profession, whatever, has its own issues. With comedy, I would guess the travel is going to put a strain on things, like absolutely. I said before. Yep. Um, the debauchery look... Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I mean, there's heaps of comedians out there who've happily married and, you yeah. know, very faithful and, you know, there's no there's no one size fits all. But mm. generally, I would say, I guess you just, you're out a lot. So once you sure. start having kids and stuff, it yeah. makes it even harder because, uh, well, some of my comedian friends who have kids, they kind of like it because they get to spend time with the kids during the day. Right, Which right. most uh, people who do day jobs don't really, they come home after six and then yeah. maybe see the kid for a couple of hours and they go to bed. Whereas some of my friends have the whole day to spend with the kid where they go to the zoo or whatever it is. Right, right. So in in that sense, you know, it's it's really... It's really hard to say which one. And I guess it's whatever version of life you're most comfortable with. Mm. Because some comics do enjoy the idea of, you know, being with uh, 
different girls in different countries and yeah you know uh, yeah. obviously that has a lot of attraction uh, attractive quality to it and then there are some who just it's so exhausting that it's much easier just to find the one person and settle down with That's and it. you know say no to any groupie after the show i was gonna say so what are, are there the comedy groupies are they hanging out the back of Next comedy question. clubs no, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, like no look uh the there are there are good they're definitely um are fans of comedy they come to comedy uh, mm. nights regularly and stuff like that but again i i don't know i um it's not like say in the music industry where people mm. just fawn over uh, right, new musicians right. you know what i mean but there's definitely right. there are some comedians who do better than others if uh, you right. know and they're usually they see. will probably be the type of guy or girl who would do fine anyway do you okay. know what i mean yeah and sure, comedy is sure. just this rocket <laughs> rockets on the back of this ship that just goes flying right, you know what I mean right right okay cool there's uh, also a lot of comedians who are punching above their weight so <laughs> <laughs> yes actually um, a few come to mind but we won't mm-hmm. we won't be naming names still yeah, on sure, that sure. one now we are actually recording this uh, just before Valentine's Day yeah. it's the weekend before mm. Valentine's Day right. uh, so I'm interested Do people celebrate the weekend uh, Valentine's Day before or after the weekend which one would they pick which um, one should they pick? Which well, well, um, I think the weekend before should be preparation for for oh, the big day. Right. Yeah. Um, well, it all depends on timing and schedule. Mm. So if you need to celebrate it early, celebrate it early, or do the following weekend. But my big uh, recommendation is day of Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So are you a Wednesday big Valentine's night. Day person in the past when you've been in relationships and whatnot? I, I love a bit of Valentine's Day, Dill. I, I can't yeah. lie. I. I, I you know what? I have a love-hate relationship with Valentine's Day. It's overwhelming in its spectacle, in 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 the marketing dollars that are you know put behind it, mm. shoved down our throat. Um, but I also I see it as an opportunity mm. for couples to, yep. to 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 mark the day, to say I love you, to to you know give do something special. Mm. Because you talk to people and they go, you know, and they say, well, I don't need a day, I don't need a special day, I don't I don't need anyone to tell me when I should say. Yeah. I love you to my partner. Um, I can tell them any day of the year. And mm. my response to that is, well, do you? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Do you really? And if you don't, then I say, take the day, take the opportunity to do something nice. And yeah. if and if you don't want to do it on that day, if you don't want to be told by marketing companies or society that the 14th of February is the day to, to express your love. Pick a day that you like. <laughs> pick a day that you like and have an un-Valentine's Day. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. I also get the vibe that generally, you know, say 10 years ago versus now, I think Valentine's Day is starting to lose some of its uh, some of its uh, charm. I feel like more people are starting to go, well, yeah, this is just a crazy holiday that people are. It is. You know, and. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's an interesting. I've definitely noticed that there are less marketing around Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, I actually went looking uh, the other day, or just in the week leading up, and I th- I'm sure I remember last year there was a lot more happening at th- th- around this time, a yeah. few days before Valentine's. I think, yeah, people may be toning it down. I think next week we'll see a big uptick in, you know, you'll be smacked in the face with, you know, shop fronts sure, and hearts and, sure, sure, and sure. roses and everything. What have you got planned for Wednesday, Valentine's Day? Nothing at the moment, Dill. Mm. So, um, I've actually just done a, a Valentine's Day episode of Dating Upside Down where I discuss yeah, right. all of this, but right, right, but right. what I have what I've said then and what I'll tell you is that I'm just going to online date furiously, fast right, and until furiously then. until So yeah. what let's 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 do some uh, what's it called damage control. Uh, <laughs> if it doesn't happen, how are you going to be feeling that day? 
I am going to... Um, Would you see that as a loss or do you want to do something a little bit more bulletproof where you're like, you know what? <laughs> I love me and that's all that matters today. And you buy yourself some chocolates and eat all of it by yourself. Yeah, I could very well end up in the corner of a room uh, crying into my box of chocolates. Yeah, see, that's not a good no, way to go about no, it. No, no, no. I, what, I, what I'm going to do is... And what I did last year was spend it with friends. Yeah. We went out for dinner, which is super fun. And losers. We were, lo- we were all losers. <laughs> the bunch of, of losers in the corner. But what we did was that we sat out on the alfresco on Chapel Street mm. and uh, just watched the Couples. passing traffic. Yeah, yeah. You know, the men with the roses and the flowers yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I, and, yeah. and the women in their beautiful dresses. And I'm like, you guys are in. Be- because, Dil, this, this, is, this is the thing that people forget. And again, I've said this on the, on, on the Valentine's Day podcast. Mm. Valentine's Day is not – it's almost guaranteed sex. For couples – Particularly really? guaranteed. I mean, come on. Right. If you Where take advantage of Day? it, sure. Oh, I'm going to be in Perth. I'm opening my show in Perth. And I. That's, no. Okay. So I'm not saying that um, if you're single and if you happen to go on a first date, that you should have sex. Uh, yeah, yeah. You should have sex. But it's a, it's if you're in a relationship. It's a high likelihood. There's a high likelihood. And, yeah. and you know, it, you, you could get lucky on a first date. Who knows? It's the romance in the air. Right, you know? right, right, right. I think, I think there's, there's many benefits that people forget right. about okay. Valentine's Day. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. One of the things, Dill, I'll say about comedians and, and why I find myself drawn to, to comedians in general and, mm. and male comedians, I'm quite attracted attracted to right, <laughs> to right. men who are comedians. I think for women, anyone that can make you laugh, and you'll know this, anyone that can make you laugh is just, you know, you're halfway there. Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got to There's close a lot the more deal. To have, but yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, a sense of humor I, I think is so important. Mm. So important. Definitely. I think that's a, that's something you see quite commonly on um, yeah. you know, dating profiles and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. And Dill, I thought, you know, when I was thinking about my interview with you and mm-hmm. there were some things that I had done in the past that I actually had, hadn't really thought too much about. Right, you'd block them away? Block them away. And um, Here we go. I, I remembered that in my past, or I started to think that of all the men that I've approached, because I have approached men in the past, I don't do it every day, I'm not um, repetitively approaching men to, to marry me or date me. Right. Um, I promise. Uh, I realized that, that the majority of men that I've approached in whatever way, shape or form have been comedians. Oh, really? Right, right. I so, you're de- generally someone who doesn't make the first move unless there – is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's not exclusively yeah, for yeah, comedians. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah. like comedian only. Yeah. Um, it's just that – Before we get into that, mm. the, about the approaching of the comedians, yeah. what is generally the kind of – where you get into it when you want to let a guy know you're interested because generally well yeah 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 yeah. how would you let a guy like when you say you make the approach yeah what are you specifically referring to well in a general situation so Mm. what you know my big thing dill Mm. and what my my big message to people through this podcast through this episode through through everything that i do is i want people to take opportunities you, okay. you, if you let things go by, you'll regret it. Sure. Definitely. So, for instance, uh, you know, a few months ago or last year, in fact, um, I was sitting in a cafe. There was a guy next to me who I thought was quite cute. Mm. I was a little bit nervous to approach him directly. He was sitting right. with a friend. And I said to the waitress, would you mind giving him this note? Oh, yeah, yes. right. Old school. S- old school. Yeah. And I heard, overheard his conversation and he was talking about how, you know, his girlfriend was a bit crazy. 
So I wrote on the on the note, I said, hi, if you're looking for something a little less crazy, give me a call. Yeah, very <laughs> and, cool. And wrote, put my number, put my number. And, um, liter- and then I walked out of the cafe. Five minutes later, he called me. Right. I've approached guys in the past and it's gone nowhere. Right. Um, right. Because my thing was the reason I'm asking is I mm. want to know if I'm missing any signs, but I feel like a <laughs> note being handed is no, probably yeah. an obvious one. I did get a hand, note handed to me when I was in regional Victoria. Yeah. Um, that was very early on in my career and it was I was a bit scared. And I don't think mm. I ever called them. Of the note or being in regional Victoria? Both. Both. Uh, <laughs> it's a scary prospect. I, I know. I know. Um, yeah. But yeah, okay, okay. So you make it pretty clear that you, you are keen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm either gung-ho all the way or I, I hold back entirely. I'm not good at, you know, eye contact. And as I say this, I'm like Googling you yeah, with my eyes. I'm, I'm 33 and I'm starting to get really, like, lazy with uh, <laughs> mind games and stuff. I uh, feel that's why, yeah. like I said earlier as well, I'm just brutally honest from the get-go because it's just, I don't know, I, I don't want to sound boring, but I'm just too tired yeah. to, you know, be su- like you know what I mean like yeah, just totally. sort of just completely say where things are at for me and how yeah. what I would like to get out of it and I've found it it has really improved my dating because there's less ambiguity yes you know absolutely it's and, and that's why I, I say to people take opportunities don't be wishy-washy either go in gung-ho mm. or step back and just you know just yeah, see what happens yeah. okay. I, I've never been the girl that's wondered what if no no because that has happened as well. <laughs> that, oh God! Of course, that's. Yeah, I, yeah, I can sure. be. I can be very shy as well. And I'm okay. not. I'm not good at you know eye signals or giving a smile. I'm very shy like that. I'll. I'll yeah, yeah. I, so I, your body language is shy, but you might push yourself out of that comfort zone yeah, by yeah. doing like a, a note and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, did that guy see you? Yeah, he did. Because, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was sitting next to me. Yeah. And when he spoke to me. Uh, he um he said oh yeah I, I noticed you too and thank you and and this is the other thing they're always mm. really appreciative of the acknowledgement right. of being asked to or being yeah. told that they've been found attractive or whatever so yeah. he was really happy and flattered it's like a real life right swipe you know <laughs> so I essentially swiped across him physically yes. now did he leave the girl and meet up with you. No, he, yeah. he 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 was a dickhead in the end. He uh, <laughs> he he said, "Yeah, no, let's meet up." And then he went uh, and he kind of disappeared. He ghosted me a little bit, and then said, "Oh no, I'm sticking with the girlfriend." Yeah, like, oh, right. But then that's not the that's not put you off from uh, approaching people in the future. Uh, no, Dill, it hasn't. And that's in fact, fine. I have three examples of the of how I haven't. Please. So what I thought I would do, Dill is read you some, I've reacquainted myself with some of my approaches to comedians in the last few years that I had actually forgotten about. I didn't really tell anyone about it. I didn't think too much about it. I just mm. did it, you know, with uh, the internet and with, you know, social media. You can you can contact people now and it's, sure, it's easy. Sure. So, <clears throat> in my attempt to uh, essentially hand over a note electronically, mm. I decided to take the opportunity and contact Dave Thornton. Oh, <laughs> how long ago was this? This was back in 2013. There are there are two other comedians that I'm going to go into, right. guys. Uh, so, so Dave, Dave's, uh, he was the first. you know, full disclosure, one of my closer friends. I know. Uh, um, and and do I have permission Jesus. to share this story with him after we finish the podcast? This you you, you will have to, you will have stories to share with all your this comedians. Is great. And this is where I'm putting myself on the line. Yes. Anyone who who reads these letters or who hears this podcast 
you are well within your rights to think this girl needs to be committed. Because mm. I read through these just recently and I could not believe the stuff that I said. <laughs> Ballsy. I mean, I just went off. Let's get to it. Through I don't the want, gate. No okay. more foreplay. Let's go no straight into it. Okay. So Dave Thornton, first of all. Oh. Dave Thornton. This is, yeah, 2013, Dave Thornton. So how do you contact him? Facebook, Twitter? This was Facebook. Facebook. Do you want his number? Have you? <laughs> yes, please. No, no, no. He's, he's married, married now. Kid, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. But I approached him. I think before he had a yeah, he had yeah. a partner. Two thousand thirteen anyway. would have been yeah. Yeah, exactly. To preface this as well, I think the first comedian that I approached was on Twitter, and it was in response to something. It was a line, and it was Stephen Merchant. Oh wow! Ricky Gervais's yeah, writing yeah, partner. Yeah, yeah. What did you say in the tweet? How did I you? Can't, I, can't, I couldn't try to find it. I couldn't find it. It was something. Oh, okay. He he said something about being single or whatever, and yeah. I said, "I'll take you." Or you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know, and clearly, anyway, there's a theme, Dil, that okay. you'll see. Which All right, is, let's get in with Dono. Okay. Hi, Dave. I'm Alison, a friend of. I won't name this particular mm. comedian for for his own uh, protection. Can I have a look? Yeah, you can look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just moving over to the the letter to see. Oh, yeah, I know that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, Hi, Dave. I'm Alison, a friend of ex-comedian, who I happened to ask just recently about you. I jokingly said, can you introduce me to Dave Thornton? But oddly, he really didn't respond either way. Mm. So because I wasn't really joking... In brackets, please don't get scared. This is my big speech. (laughs) I won't let coyness put me off. I'm going to throw caution to the wind and ride the wave of change in 2013 and ask you myself. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> awful. What time of the year of 2013? Does it not say? February. 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 Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's now. Exactly yeah. five years ago. Okay, this is great. Dave Thornton, would you like to catch up for a drink sometime? Right. Or, or just chat. We could just chat on the phone if you'd prefer. <laughs> God. <sighs> And of course, this is presuming you're single, not in a relationship, tied in, tied up, etc. What's tied in? What was I think? What's tied, tied in? in? Far mm. out. Anyway, if you're single, half interested, or would like to know more, my secretary can help you out with some vital stats. All of a sudden, what all secretary? of a sudden, Alison has a has a secretary. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm still it, fixated on the secretary. I know, but uh, but it's a joke. So I go, oh, okay. I go, I go. Ha! Just kidding. I don't have a secretary. <laughs> right, right. The world's most obvious <laughs> sentence. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, you can just contact me if you'd like to know more. Slash for more details. Mm. Rambling now. Dot dot dot. Okay. Well, hope the comedy festival prep is going well. And I'm going to end now. Cheers. Mm. Wow. Well, first of all, good on you for, uh, you know, putting yourself out there and having a crack like we talked. You know, (laughs) you just, you know, you miss all the opportunities you don't take. Let's, you know. That's the. You've know. actually got tears in your eyes as know, you're laughing and reading I'm, this. I know I, it's tears oh of joy, God, sadness, oh embarrassment. God, There's a whole bunch of things. It's all of here. that. It's right, all of that. Right. Right. Okay. So Mortified. that's fine. That's. Okay, I can see how that's embarrassing for sure, <laughs> but I still think <laughs> it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. I can see how it's embarrassing for you, but from my perspective, yes. I think that's fine. Here's someone you saw someone you you were yeah. attracted to, yeah, and you put yourself out there. Mm. Uh, Follow up questions. Mm. Did Dave reply? No, he didn't. Ooh. 
No, but but you know what? I mean, even reading even reading that now, I'm like, of course he wouldn't reply. This is sounds like okay. musings of a, of a lunatic. So, so, I, <laughs> so this is his fan page, right? Uh, yes. So I can tell you something. So Dave's manager is my manager as well. Oh Jesus! And yeah, yeah. they have access to our Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, look, and I and I know that it would be it would not necessarily be the person yeah, Dave yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably you know his manager looked at it and went ah oh, God another right. crazy. Not crazy. It's just you know keen and interested <laughs> and and too flirty. All right. So, okay. so Dave never replied. Dave didn't reply, but that's okay. And uh, <clears throat> we're moving on. I moved on to the next comedian. Oh, you just uh, uh, Dill. Yeah, you know, I, I I did. Um, All right. This this is one that I did this year. So 2017. 2017. You mean? And and I'm going to read. We're in this. 18 now. You've, you've sorry, gone back in I, I apologize. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Last year, 2017. Gotcha. And I'm going to do this one first, bec- or, or next, because it's the shortest, and then I'm going to yeah. go into the most embarrassing Great. letter. Fantastic, fantastic. All right. All right. So <clears throat> this one, Dill, is to. Will Anderson. Oh, wow. <laughs> You've gone from, you've really upgraded yourself over five years. I mean, no offense to my mate Dave Thornton, but he would admit that, that, you know, that's quite a launching pad. <sighs> I didn't hold back. I didn't, I didn't. So Dave you know, was I the went, first one, as far as we know? Stephen Merchant, then Dave, Dave Thornton. Okay. And then this is the most recent one. Will Anderson. Will right. Anderson. No, Will Anderson. Arguably the country's biggest comedian. That's right. I don't let anything hold me back. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Great, great, great. You've got to climb the highest mountain. Yeah. The great thing is, you know what? Given that he's the biggest comedian in the world, I'm sure you're the first person to hit him up on Facebook. Biggest comedian in the world? Sorry, correction. <laughs> <laughs> biggest comedian in the country. In the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, take opportunities. Mm. So I'll tell you, I was watching one of his specials and I thought – God damn, Will is he's so hot and he just makes osteoarthritis look sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like I can I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, um, oh yeah, this is fun for me because given how much I talked about how I liked him at the start of this <laughs> yes. podcast, it's nice that he come full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What so, did you say to <clears throat> Will Anderson? I'm watching the Will Anderson special and I'm and I'm and I'm G'd up. Mm. And then I hit the Will Anderson official page on yes. Facebook yes. and send this message. Hi, Will. So, blah, 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 you're pretty awesome, blah, blah, I'm awesome too, blah, blah, osteoarthritis is okay by me, blah, blah, yes, I'm trying to ask you out with a minimum of fuss, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you're writing actual blahs in there. I'm writing the blahs, I'm writing the blahs. Would you like to go on a date with me, Alison? Will wrote back, Dill. Oh, he wrote take back. That, Dave <laughs> I know. You think you're so fucking big, for Allison? <laughs> Will Anderson had the decency to reply. David. I'm telling you, he's a he's a bigger man than you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, but he it was just a one line. But he wrote back anyway. This is what he said. Hey, Allison, I'm spoken for. Cheers, Will. Yeah. I mean, lovely. But yeah. you know what happened? When I got that reply, I think it was... Um, you think it was an automatic response? I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> everyone that messages him on Facebook is like, will you go on a date with me? Yeah. Um, no, when, when he wrote back, I, it was almost... I was happy to just send the message and, and not get the response. But when it came back, I was mortified. I was so terrified mm. of, of him potentially going, you are a psycho, leave me alone. Yeah. But so my response was, well, I'm happy to hear that, honestly. Somewhat mortified that I actually sent the message, but glad to have tried. Mm. All the best, Will. 
so so that ended nicely and yeah. I and I and I did wish that the the ground would open up at that point but, but I got over it. <laughs> okay. Great, great, great. All right, so we got one more to go. One more. Now, Dill, this is this is um, the longest and the most committed I've been to a letter to a comedian. Okay. I wrote this in 2016 when I was in the uh, I'd just come back from the US and I'd watched Have you heard of a comedian called Gary Gullman? Yeah. Gary Goldman from America. I from love him. America. He's one of his yeah. uh, spots on Conan is one of my all-time favorites where he talks about the um, the initials for uh, the different 50 states. He makes oh, up this yes. Yeah, yeah. It's yes, one of my yes, favorite yes. Yeah, bits. Yeah. I think he is genius. He's hilarious. So this is to him? This is to him. Ooh. This is to him. Um, Sadly, of the three, <laughs> I, the one I don't know. Ah. Yes, exactly. I, Damn. Love, I can't wait to talk today. Damn, I know. Stop it. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Um, I was so impressed with the show that I'd watched on Netflix while I was in the US. Mm. I, I couldn't understand why I'd never heard of him in right. Australia. Like, sure. So I thought, you know, and he's Jewish. I'm oh, Jewish. Right. And I just thought, match made in heaven. Right. He's, he's gorgeous and funny and Jewish. It's like the trifecta. Mm. You know what mm, I mean? Mm, mm, mm. <coughs> so Int- the interestingly, there's a video on YouTube uh, from a t- uh, YouTube channel called uh, "Getting Doug with High," uh, <laughs> but uh, what's his name? I forget. Is uh, uh, Doug Benson? Yeah. And uh, one of the episodes, the guests on his show where they, the guests get high with him uh, is Will Anderson and Gary Goldman. <gasps> so you can <laughs> stop it. Yes. I'm actually That's freaking my out right to now. You. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what I'm doing on Valentine's Day. Exactly what I'm doing. Just me and my laptop. Um, again, this is a long one. And, and, okay. and the mortification is huge. Here we go. Hi, Gary. I was recently in New York, in brackets, I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and discovered your specials on Netflix as I decided to get ready each morning to a different stand-up comedian rather than commercial TV. You stood out by a country mile. Mm. I wonder, does Gary Gullman care how I got dressed in the morning and what I did? But anyway, (laughs) setting the scene. Yeah, yeah. You, Gary, are absolutely fantastic. The thinking woman's comedian. So gosh darn funny, witty, smart, thoughtful, and as far as I can remember, low on smut slash foul language, etc. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> not, that that's, not that that's a goal for me, but um, it, it, it stood out as something yeah, that, sure, like, wow, sure, he did sure. that without swearing one. Why aren't you more visible globally? Why haven't I heard of you before? Double question mark. I did try and see the show you were touring in New York, but it was sold out, which I was annoyed by. But at the same time, super happy for you. Yeah. I'm like sounding like this, you know, you know crazy. Anyway. You, did you give us a timestamp? You said 2016. So about 2016, two years ago. June, okay. June 2016. <clears throat> I also love your Jewish bits. <laughs> Is that a euphemism for his <laughs> circumcised penis? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> winky face. Did you really? Oh, it was. Oh, I just, this is oh, on the wow, page. Wow, wow. Being Jewish myself, I fist pumped the air as you talked about the pro BDS people not using Israeli products. See, smart and funny. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I think I'm to- talking about me, or Yourself maybe I'm talking about him. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Keep it under I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, why am I contacting you? Well, not only do I think you're a standout comedic talent, because all of a sudden I've just turned into a comedic. A, a comedy talent scout yeah, you're by saying a that. I, yeah, uh, uh, you know, yeah. But I also think you're a total package. Funny, smart, gorgeous, 
Jewish and tall in brackets. It's, yeah, it's you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. a goal for, for Jewish. But yeah, anyway. Um, every Jewish girl's dream, right? <laughs> so, what's in it for me, I hear you ask. Before you continue, mm. so just a quick note for future emails that you send to <laughs> comedians. I the, think, yeah, the, no. the, 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 I didn't want to interrupt you, but I thought, okay, I'll get oh, this out of the way and then we'll God. go further. Uh, I reckon avoid saying things like, um, you know, why haven't I heard of you before and stuff <laughs> like know. that. Because he's probably going, yeah, fuck you. Why haven't you heard of me before? <laughs> you don't. You underestimate the, the insecurities of a stand-up comedian. Know, They're truly insecure. Uh, most stand-up comedians are insecure enough to want to do it, which is why they get on stage and get um, validation from strangers. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you going yeah. is just a reminder to him that he's not as big as he hope, he thinks he should be too. Uh, do you know, know what I mean? I so know. I know you. It, from your perspective, it's like, hey man, you're so great, you should be bigger. <laughs> but he's just thinking, fuck, why am I not bigger? This is. I know. Yeah. I know. So you 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 might have screwed it yeah. up from so the opening line. Yeah. For oh. future. Uh, Thank you. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah. That's good advice. Good advice. Um, stroke the ego first. Good, good. Only stroke the ego. Always. Then later on, the break them down and crush their spirit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's in it for me? I hear you ask right after you announce that another crazy chick you don't know is proposing marriage. Well, let me tell you what's Did in you it for you. Did you say marriage? Yeah, I know. Well, he's in his head. I'm thinking that that's what he's saying. Oh my god! I'm not proposing marriage. I'm not. Right, I'm just right. sending him this insane love letter. But you know, it's like when the classic thing is a stalker says, "I'm not a stalker." The person Always. who says, "I don't want marriage," is like, "Fuck, she wants marriage." <laughs> I basically want to marry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, let me tell you what's in it for you. This is where I go a bit narcissistic, Dill, because I didn't ever plan to read this to people. Yes, so you just... But it's, I'm, I'm upping myself big time. Yeah. may or may not be true, but I'm, it's the hard sell right mm. now. So, one, I may not have my own show or a comedic profile, but let me say I'm funny, in brackets. You can't tell me... I love your Jewish bits wasn't hilarious. Ah, callback joke. Callback joke. Well, let me tell you, uh, sorry. Therefore, the hilarity would flow both ways. I would make you laugh too. Two. Jesus, this is so mortifying. <clears throat> I'm attractive. That's, yeah. Okay, okay, very attractive. Dot, dot, dot. Not, not supermodel, New York, LA, it girl attractive, but... Fuck, I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> but, but sexy, Mediterranean-looking, tall, about five, seven, eight, olive skin, dark hair, hazel eyes, etc. So visually, I think you'd be happy. Now, I just want to preface this wow. as well by saying at that point, I was looking, I was at like my hottest. So right. I was really going in. I was going the hard, Yeah, you really let your cigar go in the last two years. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, you. This is where comedy Jesus. gets tricky, whether you picked up on my sarcasm or not. No, no, I, know, like, no, I know, I know, I know. No, maybe, maybe yeah. you're too vulnerable at this point to enjoy that joke. <laughs> Kick me when I'm down, Dill. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm so putting, I'm so on the line here. Um, three, <clears throat> I'm smart. I work in advertising slash marketing. Stay informed of current affairs, politics, technology, world affairs, etc. Mm. So you wouldn't be bored. I know my own mind. I have views and opinions which I'm always happy to discuss and learn what others' opinions are too. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, I would by no means be a sycophant. Supportive, yes, but would be honest and have your best interests at heart always. I feel like I'm writing my own profile 
full Gary yeah, Gold. And yeah, this is like yeah. my dating profile, like, like if Gary heavy Goldman dating had like profile. Like eHarmony of his own or whatever. That's what people yeah. were putting there. Yeah, this is like the most detailed profile one could probably ever put together. Anyway, and four, I'm Jewish. Come on, your parents would plutz. Mm-hmm. The best part, surely, we get each other before we even meet. Jesus. <sighs> I'm of course, and it just goes on, Dill. It goes on and fucking on. I'm of course so much more than these four things. Example, caring, communicative, affectionate, empathetic, etc. But it's a start and I think we could seriously hit it off. Forgive me. I'm honestly not asking for your hand in marriage. That's twice you said marriage. That would be the work of a crazy person. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) Because none of this before now is crazy, no. However, the thing is, I will never find you an online. I will never find you on an online dating app, and your profile is of a large enough scale for me to never meet you face to face slash have a conversation. So this is me sending you a kiss in inverted commas, as one would do on RSVP or swipe right on Tinder, or charming you on Happen, etc., etc. I'm taking a chance, throwing caution to the wind. Sounds familiar from another letter I wrote. Mm. Uh, stepping, outside, stepping outside of my comfort zone, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, I'm an... I continue. I, I just didn't know where to stop, Dill. At the end of the day, I'm an awesome person. You're an awesome person. But we never otherwise meet. I'm just trying to increase the odds slightly. <laughs> I swear to God I'm normal, even if this seems like the most stalkerish, nutty thing for someone to do. Yes, it does. Yeah, see? Ding, ding. Literally, like I said, is the one who says I'm not a stalker. But wait, it gets better. Oh, wow. I guess, I guess I'm looking to connect. Just hear back at the very least. Maybe even chat. Oh, fuck. Think of the how we met story we'd tell people. Better yet, think of the material it would make for your show. This is so win-win for you. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope to hear from you, Gary Gullman. In the meantime, take care and good luck with the rest of the tour. Cheers, Al. P.S. I'm willing to relocate. <laughs> and I added a photo of myself, right. my, my cell phone number, my email address, and my Show me the photo. Facebook link. Oh, that's a great photo. Dill, when, when I read that, I found it the other day and read it to my friend because I was talking about whether I do this on this, sh- on this episode. I was crying yeah. with laughter. I Mortified. I can't. I don't know what I was thinking when I was writing that. It is, it's, it's OTT. And how um, <laughs> how many drafts do you reckon you went through <laughs> before you, at the time, you decided this is the best version? Or do you think it was a, it was a, it feels like you would have read it over a few times before you hit send? I would, I, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, I think I did. So it's I not just have. a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a quick, it wasn't a, uh, yeah, there, there would have been rewrites. And, oh, right. Uh, I so yeah. don't keep us in suspense. Did he reply? Gary Goldman and I are now married. We have oh, two well, children. Oh, happy and, ending. Uh, See yeah, everyone. It all worked. You, you, yeah, you, you've got to write letters to comedians, guys. Yeah. No, never heard back from Gary Goldman. Um, and again, because it was written to his uh, um, official, pr- website. official yeah, website, yeah, yeah. I'm sure his staff had a huge laugh at my expense. Mm. But you know, Dil, I mean, yeah, as long as I'm here. I don't think people are as mean as you think. I don't know. And, yeah. It's full yeah. on, man. Like, yeah. Um, okay, look. <laughs> I reckon they were right that that one that one was a long, <laughs> full-on one, but the other two are fine. I think. I think but there's 
I, don't, I think you've been too hard on yourself. Oh, about that. mortifying, mortifying. But but in oh, terms uh, of, uh, admit it. Like I said, I can see how you can feel <laughs> because you're so vulnerable. Yeah. Not only yeah. writing all that out, but then yeah. sharing it again. You know, two years later in hindsight, oh man, there are things that you know I've written to people in high school and stuff. And yeah. keyword high school. High school. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. I'm being, I'm being a dick. But um, the yeah, I, I don't think you should. You know. Again, you've got to pat yourself on the back for having a crack because <laughs> yeah, that's it. most people would just let, you know, things slip by. That's it. You have now you don't have to ever one <laughs> live wondering what would I have done if I exactly. didn't message Gary Goldman, Will Anderson or Dave Thornton. You know who I was going for next. Oh, who's on the you know who's, who's on, on the firing who's line? On the next? chopping block next or yeah. the firing line? Mm. Nick Cody was next. Uh, but sad. he's I know he's Marriage. got him he's married now. Yeah, but that, yeah. again, this is before he I saw him a couple of years ago and yeah, I went, yeah, yeah. <gasps> And again, yeah, so funny and it, you know I just yeah. So yeah, lucky. And the other ones, Reese Nicholson, Joel Creasy, not gay. Yeah. Not um, maybe I might be able to look past that though. <laughs> they're that funny, but um, they may not. On the flip side, yeah. um, but what I will say is, in terms of timeline, mm. um, so I, uh, the most recent one was Will, which was really short and sweet. So never again will I do the, you know, the the epic book style letter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've learnt my lesson there, but. Um, you know, will I keep messaging or emailing comedians? Potentially. I would say yes, uh, just because you, like you said, what do you have to lose other than, you know, <laughs> literally your own kind of... <laughs> Integrity, dignity. No, uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit more pro um, letting people know how you feel rather than just... Uh, yeah, they know now. And uh, I'll just never be able to step foot into the comedy store again. Or the uh, any comedy room, really. To be comedy. honest, yeah. Yo, the word spread around, and we've banned you from everything. My photo, Gary Goldman sent the Melbourne comedy yes, guys my yes, photo. You're blacklisted. I'm blacklisted. Yeah. Dill, yeah. yeah. oh my gosh, thank you How so you much. I'm I'm yes. I'm exhausted from from that revelation, mm. and I'm I'm a little. I am actually a little concerned about what my listeners are going to think. Look, I think the oh takeaway God. point is, you know, everyone um, <laughs> just. You know, don't feel afraid to put it out there. <laughs> yes, you might, uh, you know, not get an answer back or you might get an answer back and it life's too short to keep Exactly. Wondering. And that again comes back to my message. Take opportunities. Yes. At the end of the day, who cares? I've done oh, yeah. it. And if I anyone's wanted to. listening and wants to hit me up on Facebook, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. It would, know, be, it would be very welcome. Dill is waiting for your message, ladies. There we go. He's waiting, waiting That's for it. it. Dill, thank you so my much pleasure. Thank for you, being Alison. on Dating Upside Down. It's been a delight. Thank You've you been much. a delight. Thank and you. So have you. Thank you. <sighs> All right, let's Never call Dave Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> um, good luck for comedy yes, shows coming yes, up. Yes, if I can quickly just tell people, uh, I'll be in Perth from Feb 14th onwards, so which is Valentine's Day, till the 19th, then I'm going to be in Adelaide 10th and 11th then of March, then Brisbane the following weekend, Canberra the weekend after that, and then all of Melbourne Comedy Festival, and then Sydney on May 11th and 12th so all tickets at comedy.com.au yes and I'm this is all time based and I'm hoping that this uh, episode is going to be out well in time for you to buy tickets and go and yes, see yes please Dil- otherwise just follow me on the social medias I'm on Twitter and Instagram at J or facebook.com slash comedian. so that's yeah, yeah that's where you can message me and, uh- <laughs> send your love letters or you can see Dill uh, across many many shows on TV too you're everywhere yeah. Dill you are everywhere well you know, or just, um, you know, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> or YouTube. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dill. Thank you.
Dill, thanks again for taking time out and joining me on the Dating Upside Down podcast. It's been a real pleasure, if not mortifyingly revealing. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Dating Upside Down podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast channel. Do you have a penchant for comedy or comedians? Is sense of humor a deal breaker for you? I'd love to know your thoughts. Let me know at the Dating Upside Down Facebook, Instagram and Twitter pages or the blog at datingupsidedown.com. And please share any comments, thoughts, stories of your own or topics you'd like me to cover. Or if you'd like to join me as a guest, please head to datingupsidedown.com and apply via the Be My Guest tab. To all of my DUD listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, happy dating. Happy dating.